Hello, hello, you're listening, you are listening to, to SRM Student Radio Master on 107.5 FM. Good evening and thanks for tuning in. This is Student Radio Maastricht on RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. My name is Sean. I'm doing the tech today. And when I say I'm doing the tech, we are doing the recording outside Lan Berbelang. This is a special episode covering the Students' Introduction Week at Lan Berbelang, also known as Outcome Week. And to help me cover this series, we got uh, Marisa. Hello, I'm Marisa. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, yeah. Do you want to quickly introduce yourself? Do you yeah, study sure. here? Yeah? Yes, I do study here. I'm just starting my master's in media studies, but I've been here for like two, three years. And yeah, I've come today um, to see the outcome and just explore it with you guys. We are now in the garden of the Landwerbelang. This is in the front of the building on the roadside. It is a huge building. Uh, Marisa, do you want to tell what you see? Yeah, so here is the info point. So we're just standing outside looking at all that's going to happen this week here. And we're about to go inside. Maybe we take a short tour of the building. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think this tour is beginning. Can everyone who wants to join the tour come here? <laughs> Hi, uh, I'm Joe. This is Ramu. And we live here, so we think it would be nice that everybody gets to see this place uh, beyond the open spaces that you always see at events, because uh, it's quite awesome. Um, so this is an old factory. Uh, it was built before the Second World War in 1939. Two or something like that? Yes, around that time anyways. So it's quite old, almost 100 years. This was the big storage room where all this um, stuff that the farmers from the from Limburg were bringing here was gonna was getting stored um, and waiting to be processed. Basically, um, you can see up there the big crane, um, and that's the part that's missing in the crane there in the corner. And it was up there, and then it was kind of picking up the stuff, and you can still see the machinery in here. Um, but as I said, it hasn't been a, a factory now for. A lot of years in the 1960s stopped being a factory and was um, basically in the, not used. Um, and uh, in 2001 it was squatted. 2002, sorry. So yeah, I was kind of describing what you can see, what there is today, this week during the outcome week. We have a secondhand store, uh, <laughs> a kind of chill area, and then more of a sports area with aerial silks, a skate ramp. So now we're going into an area that you might know because it's our <laughs> concert hall. These are the toilets everybody uses at events. And that is the entrance, which is usually locked during events, but it's our private house door, technically. And here's the concert hall, as you know it. Um, The bar and the stage. Jam sessions that we have here started out, uh, I think, more than 20 years ago. Most squads have jam sessions, it's just the most plausible thing to do, get together and make some music. My whole squad as well, and I think most of us know some way. Um, but this one in particular came from the Mandrel. The Mandrel, some of the people that live uh, in the city longer than three years know it, was evicted three years ago, it was all the squad, had the jam session and we took it over. It's Basically, these beautiful Tuesday jam sessions are a relic of all the squads that already have been taken from us. We have our own guest room here. Um, so when we have guests, uh, like bands or friends over, there's a space. Um, sometimes we also have like guest guests. So um, yeah, people just come and asking for a room for a temporary time. And then if the house agrees, then they can stay here for a while. Um, but yeah, the kind of the trade-off is always like that you have to kind of help out in the community a bit. It's like as the same as moving here. It's not like living in a normal student house. You kind of have to, you get a whole package, you know, you get a room, but you kind of have to count in having to help out and um, participating in the community actively. Otherwise, it's kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's not, not just profiting, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not like living in a normal student house. Like, you really have to make the choice and uh, actively be part of a community. If you want, you can continue upstairs now. Uh, we have our exhibition room up here. 
which is on the second floor. Um, so here uh, we kind of clean up the space um, and uh, put up some art. It's mostly from people that live here and that uh, are creating something or artists that uh, use our atelier upstairs. How many people actually live here? Um, we are 15, 16. I've we're changing letters, people moving in and out uh, lately, so we have to do a proper head count again, but it's around 15 right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. And so everyone has like their own space kind of? Yeah, everybody has his own room. Um, there's a couple that shares one. Um, but yeah, and I've, then we have a communal kitchen. Some people have their own kitchen in their room, depending on their preference, basically, mm -hmm. but the communal kitchen is nice. We have a shower. We have a lot of things that I, you, I will also show you. We won't be able, like, we, we're not allowed to go into the kitchen for the house tours, but I'm going to show you, like, upstairs the art atelier and the dojo and uh, the rooftop. Okay, nice. Here we have our art space. Uh, a lot of people here have their storage space, uh, but, as, uh, but also private rooms. And down here we have our dojo, which is, like, more of the sports room of the house and um, where also boxing happens every Monday and uh, sometimes other workshops. Um, and we have our own sauna there. Oh, that's pretty nice. Yeah, uh, as a squad, I think that's pretty luxurious. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, a cold shower and a view over the mass after the sauna is always nice. And then you, you get to do some yoga or exercise here do, do you know how many artists um, five uh, right now five, okay. yeah five right now they pay a price between 30 and 50 euros i think depending on how much space they take up in the atelier and uh, <coughs> yeah they can just create here and so have it's their own space it's like per month or per month does work yeah yeah mm. yeah okay um so we're going into the art atelier now uh what i ask you is not to take pictures or touch anything like a museum because respect of the artist that's what they asked us to do here we have um, the beehive which is our recording studio uh, it's all isolated and some artists have been also recording stuff there for example Ramu um, and uh, yeah we have all the equipment for recording something which is crazy to me like this house really has everything do and you know yeah. uh, sorry do you know why it's called the beehive is it because of like oh if you go inside it has all these like uh, wooden structure to isolate it it's all like uh, crazy and asymmetric everywhere and it kind of looks like a beehive you guys want to see my room yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be messy probably no i actually no. cleaned it lately so it has spice yeah it has spice <laughs> To my crib. <laughs> nice. I actually have a question. So, like, these spaces here, is that something that uh, was built here afterwards or was it already here? Um, yeah, so, like, as you saw downstairs, maybe the ceiling was very, very high here and you had, like, this very big hole. Mm. And then um, there's very big concrete files, um, like, like beams? beams in the middle. And they just build floors on those and mm. they're stable because I'm standing on them oh damn um, and yeah no, no. like everybody gets a room and we mm -hmm. like build four rooms actually like this one next to it mine and the one downstairs and yeah everybody gets a little space they can kind of design however they want um, I keep changing the arrangement of my furniture I'm still not happy about it uh, so I have my little living room here in the entrance with a view on the roof because that's what I liked. And also because in summer it really gets very warm and I needed mm. the space next to a window because yeah, all my windows don't open. Because uh. these windows were not thought yeah. for opening because they were on top of a tower. That makes sense. But, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's actually way bigger than you would first think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, three times as big as the room I had before as a student. Like mine was like literally. Oh. Yeah, I have a sink. I have. Oh, that's record. cool. I have like I brought some of my stuff here, mm -hmm. and then up there I have a brew, a, a bed, and ah. yeah. <laughs> cool. I sleep up there. Yeah, no, there's a bed. <laughs> it's like the dream of every child if they would see this they would freak out I think you'd be like mom yeah, yeah, I want to say yeah. no but it's also my dream like I always like I had one in another house I had but they're always very great you have running water yeah I have running water here 
somebody build it through the years yeah. and you also have a heater in here right? yeah because there's no heating in the whole building mm -hmm. so you have yeah. to have something for the winter it gets really cold here apparently like i haven't done any winter yet i only had like the cold spring we had this year and the summer so in the summer it was very warm but with a fan and the windows open it was very much okay and i did some cold nights with this one on and Thank you so much yeah. for, yeah, for the tour, yeah. yeah, and also for showing uh, us your room. Your stuff. private rooms, yeah, yeah. fantastic. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right, what a place. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Do you want to go check out the food bank space? Because I think there is uh, Maastricht Goes Vegan. Absolutely. I'm Let's in for it. some nice food. We are in the food bank area of Landbeuvelang, am I saying that correctly? And today is the Maastricht Goes Vegan, and Maastricht Goes Vegan has been on the radio before, so do check out our episode on SoundCloud. We heard you've been organizing this for around 10 years now. Yes, yeah. I mean, I've been here for eight years. I've been helping with this for about eight years now. Um, but it was already going on before I came to Maastricht, and so it's nice yeah, that we can kind of continue All right. here. Uh, would you be able to organize this anywhere else in town? Did you approach other locations? I mean, I think... Anywhere else, it's not going to be the same because um, one of the great things here is that we don't have to pay rent, right? We have like we, basically just what we sell at the bar for drink profits. That's kind of our rent that we pay um, to organize the event. But any other space that we go to, we're going to have to pay rent, whether it's you know a small amount like 50 euros or more for like a commercial kitchen. So that would definitely change, you know, what this event looks like in the end. Oh yeah, and this is this is nothing nothing short of a commercial kitchen. From what I can see, there are yeah. huge huge stoves and um, cooking possibilities. Yeah, exactly. So and, and you can use these the facilities here for free as well. Basically, yeah. Um, so anywhere else it's not going to be the same <laughs> if we have to move. Thank you so much once again, Alice, and congratulations on the on the say something about the jam session sure yeah. yeah so like every Tuesday there's a jam session here at LVB and uh, this time it's also part of the program and there's always some cool artists performing and jamming on the stage we will also check that out
some really good tunes. Thank you so much, man. It was just great pleasure being on the stage and being with everyone. Also, it was my first performance, so I was really hyped for it too. Really excited in general, and yeah, I'm so glad that LBB had me for this performance. Oh, fantastic. Uh, can, can, can you tell our audience very shortly uh, how did you get in touch with LBB during the outcome week? Did you know about the introduction week for students? Actually, I learned about it, but I knew about LBB even before that. So I've been here for around two years now and I discovered LBB as it is like two, three months ago. So I started coming here every weekend and it was just amazing vibes here, like amazing music, amazing people. And I said, wow, I could maybe try having a set, like a music set. And like um, when I spoke about it, they were really welcoming about it. So that was also great. And here we are. So one month after that. Amazing. That, yeah. that was quite a set. Can, can, uh, for our audience who weren't here, and, or maybe who were here, um, and as they, as they just heard, that was, that was quite an amazing, amazing set. Can you please explain, like, how, how, do you make, how do you make this music? So technically, of course, I have my uh, computer with me. So all the beats, all the background, everything is basically there. So I play it from Ableton, and I also like to play guitar a lot, right? Exactly, <laughs> Probably you figured exactly. yes, you yes, kind of yes. saw that. Yes. So what I do is I just basically play my guitars on top of the uh, music from the computer. So All it's right. just live and electronic at the same time. Yeah, so you have a beautiful overlay of guitar on top of the Ableton that you, sounds you created. And how did you get in touch with LBB? You just asked the production team or did you send them a message on Instagram? I basically came to a jam session and after like, uh, of course, hanging out, playing for a while, I decided to go up and speak about it. And I spoke with Jim the first, I think. Or okay. Yeah, so, and we said I could perform on the 29th and that was planned fantastic and today is the 29th of august as we are recording it in the kitchen of the lbb for our audience who are listening to it um thank you so much well can, do you want to mention your name on instagram by the way for of for, course for audience yeah you can find me by jin that's c-i-n underscore fizz that's f-i-double-z and right. another underscore cool Cool, we definitely look you up. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me and I wish everyone an amazing rest of the outcome. Staying tuned in. This is Student Radio Maastricht on RTU 107.5 FM. As you know, as you've noticed, we are covering the Outcome Week, which is the introduction week for students at the Landbau Belong. And we've been covering this event from the 28th of August to the 2nd of September. We are not here every day, but we try to, um, yeah, try to cover as much as we can. So we are outside the LBB in the garden. Uh, Marissa, do you want to describe the atmosphere here a little bit? There's a queue of people here waiting for a food bank and basically if you don't know what the food bank is, uh, today you can go inside and uh, it's from the marketplaces, they collect it and then you can get it for cheaper. I think it's even donation based. Yeah, I think yeah. so, yeah. And uh, yeah, so a lot of students came here, also a lot of, new, of uh, newcomers it seems because the academic year is just starting. And 
student radio mass check so we'll, uh, we'll go and talk to some students hello. hello we are recording for the student radio do you want to say something about why you're here what you're studying i came here for internship i'm not student but a kind of student actually yeah and so i mean how did you find out about the food bank Food bank. Uh, a friend of mine suggests uh, this place to get new friends, uh, new connections, free foods <laughs> also. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Do you want to say something else about Maastricht or something that's on your mind? Uh, Maastricht is a still like classical music. That's all. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you. Very mystical. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I, like I like it. Thank you. <laughs> We are recording for the student radio. Do you want to say something about where you're from, what you study, how come you found out about the food bank? I mean, I'm from Germany. I study psychology. Okay, nice. And uh, is it your first time here at food bank? Yeah, it's my first time. And how did you find out about Uh, He told me. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Do you want to say something? Yeah, I'm Garrett. Uh, I'm also from Germany and I also study psychology, so yeah. I, uh, about the food bank, I think a friend of mine told me about the uh, this cooking session you guys have on Wednesdays, I think. Yeah, I think so, yeah. And yeah, I, then I started going like the Fridays for this normal food bank stuff and yes, it's been really nice, I like it. Cool. So you've been to the dinners already or not, uh, not I've yet? I've been to a dinner once, I think, if this is the thing that was on Wednesday like last year. Right? I think I, so, I think yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah, I've been once. It was, it was nice. I liked the food. Nice, cool. So we are recording for the student radio. And would you like to say something about how did you find out about LBB? Are you new here? <laughs> yeah, it's my first time here. And I'm here because of the market thing, like for the vegetable, for the, how it's called. Food bank. Yeah, the food bank. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I'm right here in five days ago, so I'm pretty new. Uh, I'm going to start my bachelor in arts and culture. At nice. So where are you from? I'm from Italy. Italy. I'm from nice. Italy and I'm 20 and I discovered Maastricht because I really like the Netherlands so I started searching for uh, a city to study and yeah I feel like Maastricht could match all my uh, your vibes uh, yeah my vibes yeah nice yeah we're in front of uh, Paula's pub and um, tell us are you here for the outcome for the food actually bank? I'm a visitor I just came today from Amsterdam uh, I studied there so I'm, I'm so really happy to see this place. I've never seen anything like this before. Nice, yeah. Which I would like, also say it's pretty unique. Yeah, it's like the it's a big mix of uh, culture, youth, intellect, and art. So nice. I love it here. Thank you for having me. We are in the food bank in the uh, I call it the food bank hall. It's a huge hall with a um, pretty professional looking kitchen. Yeah. Absolutely, with a lot of artwork and stuff, and very nice people. Are you students here? Yeah. Do you want to say what you study? I'm studying my master's in art, heritage, policy and education in Maastricht University. Uh, and I study psychology here, also in Maastricht University. Cool. And do you volunteer for the food bank often? Yeah, every week on Wednesdays and Thursdays, 6 to 12. All right. Um, is the food... Uh, sourced from a dumpster diving or uh, usually it's a source from the market from local businesses and farmers that sell their food there uh, we get the vegetables fruits and bread from over there yeah we go with shopping carts and we usually take I don't know 15 maybe and bring it back here and we also weigh the vegetables and it's many many kilos that we save yeah, yeah. yeah I think the number was like uh, was the number 40,000 a year bottled? Yeah, 40,000 kilos per year. So that's a lot. C- can you repeat that? 40,000 kilos. 40,000 kilos. Yes. That's a lot of food. Yeah. yeah. That's a, 40 that tons of food. Hello, Borut. Hello. You know, there are like, initiatives in Amsterdam who are proud of themselves of saving like, 2,500 kilo, <laughs> And we are with 40,000 a bit uh, well, bigger, I guess. 40,000 kilos uh, during one year. Yeah. So, yeah. So for the yeah. last few years, we do it consecutively this amount. And in the meantime, we actually changed of our supplies because some stopped coming. I mean, some don't visit anymore the market, but we got so many new ones that we actually easily can, uh, how to say, uh, replenish the loss of food. But there's way more of food waste, which we yeah. plan to also, uh, how to say, approach those uh, other 
let's say, companies that we can get more food in because uh, I think like uh, what we do events now could be actually more regular. We could do more cooking setting. There is enough people who are interested in doing this. And a lot of people also come for food giveaways. And uh, yeah, like I mean, like the second good food giveaway we just started out of uh, exploring if there is interest in getting bread. And now it's like a cool, really a big one huh? again. So, and we get cake. Yeah. By the way, for wow. cakes, we are probably the only one in Netherlands doing it. Wow, anyway, that's, that's crazy, uh, huh? Like that uh, anyone would throw away cake and uh, delicious lie. Yeah, who does yeah. that? Yeah, yeah like <laughs> who, why would you throw it away? Huh? It's like, not yeah. logical. But also, it's amazing. I haven't, I haven't bought bread since probably seven months. You know, I only get it from here. It's awesome. Exactly. And that should be the goal, right? Everyone who comes here should just get the bread from here. Yeah, absolutely. But how long have you been doing this exactly? Uh, we are doing this ten years now. Ten so years. So it's, it's a long way. Yeah. We started actually another squad that is already closed. Well, it closed very soon after it was started. Then we came here. Then we were first in the small house next to us, so that land house. And then we grew really fast. Then actually, in land house we started to cook properly. And, but then we grew suddenly, like we exploded and we went to the second floor where there was an old aid cafe. And there we had like sometimes, uh, well, let's say at the beginning we didn't really care about the, the uh, uh, let's say, uh, how to say, conditions from the Hementa, or nobody actually cared. But then uh, municipality stepped in and then, uh, yeah, then actually we had to shut down the stuff upstairs. And then the whole thing moved in here in 2016. Actually, there was nothing here in 2016, huh? Not even the walls, nothing existed. Like it was just like a whole shallow room, part of the party space, and then we started slowly to build it up. So nowadays it looks much nicer for the audience. There's lights and well, that's art. the point, right? People yeah. want to have a nice space when they eat, and it's logical. So Absolutely. we try to yeah. uh, make it nice for them. But honestly, I have to say, like this is part. Every food banker gives a part of this into this space, right? Mm, it's not yeah. one designer. It's like all people can contribute. Everybody can be artists here. That's why if you look at our stuff around, it's for so many different people. Everybody puts a small uh, stone, you know, in the mosaic. And in the end, you get this, what we have around today. And we are not done yet. Uh, I think we're going to do it till the end, so until we, we are, let's say, relocated to another spot. So, and then we have to start from scratch. Uh, I see like this, like a stage with like musical instruments on it. Do you exactly, also have yeah, live we have bands? also jam sessions. So if people are interested in playing, so we are, I, personally I believe that you need to have music while you eat. I mean, it's nice to have it. This is really they go perfectly together. So before Corona, we were actually having uh, a lot of bands here, but uh, then we also saw on Friday evening the food bank dinner. Now uh, after Corona, we expanded into food giveaway plus dinner plus another food giveaway. Before Corona, we just had the food dinner, nothing else. Huh? So we are way bigger now. So we cannot do actually the dinners anymore on Fridays. So it's not really like Wednesday is not really the big, the party day. Huh? Yeah. yeah. So then we don't have bands, but uh, jam sessions are always possible. And we have our stage, we have our equipment. If anyone wants to come and play with us, uh, more than welcome. Huh? So everybody here likes it. Right? Yes. Fantastic. Do you want to go talk to some students as well, Marisa? Yeah, let's see how they like this. <laughs> let's do it. All right, thank you so much, Barut. Yeah, thank you. Is it your first time at the food bank? Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. So this is my first time at the food bank. How do you like the place? How did you find this? Oh, I found this because my, fo uh, my friend <laughs> recommended this place, yeah. and I think this is really cool because this is um, my first time here, and also my uh, my first few days in Maastricht, so I think this is a really cool place to know the local people here. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's a super nice introduction and you make some amazing food. I mean, how can it get better? It already smells really good, all the yeah. fresh uh, fresh vegetables. And uh, do you want to say what you study? Um, I study in business. I went to a school of business and economics in Maastricht University and I'm an exchange student here. Fantastic. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Well, and what is on the menu today? Do you know? Um, the menu, actually, uh, I just know that we are going to make some soup. Yeah, and um, I just know <laughs> about the menu today. Well, that sounds nice. I hope uh, you enjoy it. Yeah. Yes, thank you. So, I mean, tell me about this uh, thing. Is it your first time that you're here? Oh, yeah, it's my first time, so I don't know that much about it. But I thought it was a nice concept. 
and I heard about it at the sustainability work and in the front she already told us like how they save the food and that there's like actually way more to save so I think it's uh, really cool <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely yeah and so I heard today you're making a soup yes <laughs> from potatoes and actually I have no idea what this is Mm, I, it's for spring spices, onion. sort of, yeah. But it's not like so. spring onion of this, right? Oh, yeah. It oh. looks different. Hmm. Maybe a different kind of spring yeah. onion or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, nice. And, and do you also attend like other events uh, here? Or are you like checking it out first I'm time? I'm just checking it out first yeah. time. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> just started uni here, so we'll see if today goes good. <laughs> uh, what do you study? Neuropsychology. Yeah, in my wow. master's. Yeah. Respect. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. A brief overview. So far in this in this outcome event, we've had around four bands. One fully debut band, which I saw on Tuesday during jam night. Did you check out Chinfiz? You were here? No, unfortunately oh, not. I was that. only here on Wednesday, I think. All right, yeah. all right, all right, all right. So they are, they are a debut band. As in it, was, it was their first performance uh, ever. So that was fantastic. There was also the Giant Beat yesterday. An absolutely incredible band. And I didn't expect anything less from, these, uh, from, from the Giant Beat. Um, was it the jazz band from yes, yesterday? Yes, exactly. Yeah, they were super good. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And Very I'm glad nice. you, you saw them because yeah. I don't think they are yet recorded which means everything we saw was a uh, was a sneak preview nice yeah that is fantastic cool. absolutely fantastic indeed um, i also really like their stage presence like i remember the girl i don't know if it was the singer but like they really didn't seem like like beginners they they were really like into it oh wait wait or wait was wait, that wait. Else? yes 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 oh, i'm no. glad you mentioned that though i'm yeah? glad you brought it up because that was triana iluka and besides that we've had we've had a drag show which is uh, happening today on Friday, the 1st of September. There are there have been plenty of workshops around five or six, as far as I know. There's like a lot of organizations here. So organizations like the Food Bank, International Socialists, Maastricht Goes Vegan, Extinction Rebellion, the Amnesty International Student uh, Organization, who have also been on the radio. So do check out that episode. And today, on the 1st of September, lovely Friday afternoon, we are standing outside Paula's pub. Hi, I'm Poppy, part of Paula's. I'm a student here, so I used to study at Faustos. I used to study with Marissa, actually, which is quite yeah. funny. <laughs> we know each other from our bachelor's, arts and culture. And I'm now starting a master's in sustainability. So we kind of started this as a collaboration of Quatch, which is a, a grassroots queer collective in Maastricht, and people from the LBB. Um, yeah, <laughs> there's some stickers over there. Um, and what we kind of wanted to do is this um, queer inclusive, but not just limited to queer people, uh, autonomous space in the LBB garden and in the Landhaus, where people can just come, have a chat, have some snacks. Sometimes we have cakes, sometimes we have pizza. Um, and to kind of meet each other and have this cozy atmosphere, which is not just clubbing and going out, but also kind of staying in touch and uh, talking. It's completely donation-based, so we try to keep it as open as possible for everyone. And yeah, we've had a few runs this far, and during the outcome week we've been open most days, so it's been really nice this far. Nice and uh, queer inclusive. Uh, does that mean that it's only... Uh, like everyone can come or do you also do something special it means everyone can come basically because for uh, events from Quatch I mean they're always open to everyone but they are specifically aimed at queer people um, whereas for this we wanted it to be a friendly place for everyone um, with the background of Quatch having it be queer inclusive um, so everyone would be welcome but also people would feel free to show up even if they're not queer do you have any other opportunities other than organizing this at the Landbau Belang? For Quatch, we've checked out other places to do stuff, but we're very tied to LBB because this is kind of also where we started with our events. And particularly Paula's is something that really started in collaboration between Quatch and between LBB and using the Landhaus as a space because, as you can see, like it's a really nice space to use uh, that before had been used in the past but hadn't been used by the time like we were starting. It was kind of to 
we were starting to make it grow bigger again and kind of have it be more active, uh, which so far is working out really well. Since when uh, is this space open? So it's been open for a while. For example, there's been people doing guided meditation sessions and on Thursday evenings there's art night and then there's a few other events going on. So it's not just limited to Paola's. Uh, Paola specifically so far has mainly been on the Friday afternoon, so from four to nine. And during the outcome week now we wanted to be open a bit more often and we hope if it like goes well we can also have more days that were open. We started just before the summer, kind of toward the ends of Pride. We wanted to make a start, then we noticed over the summer people were kind of away, so we had a few weeks that we skipped, but now we're going for it fully again. Having a queer collective being able to organize here, like the LBB has always been such a nice place and such an open place, not just to queer people, but to a lot of different um, groups, which made it very easy for us to organize spaces here. It's a very, like, made us very welcoming for us. Um, and I have to say, I think the other queer spaces are, like, also very nice here, but um, they are very different. I think here it is more, like, I'm very glad with the space we've created here, and I, I'm really glad that we have more and more queer organizations, so also for queer people in Maastricht, they have, like, different opportunities to choose from. But I think for Quatch specifically, we've always been drawn towards LBGB just because we've got the opportunity to do things here and we're super grateful for that. And we're happy to see more and more people coming as well. A lot of different people that want to organize. I also want to say if there's people that have an organization or a plan by themselves to ever organize something, we have an Instagram, LBB Landhuis, and they can contact us with their ideas. We're really open to have more people organize things. Uh, I think that's a really nice thing about the space here as well. It is open to everybody, and so many people come up with so many cool ideas. So there's Paulas, but there's also a lot of amazing other things going on. Amazing. Well, I hope that people are going to check this out more because it seems really fun. Yeah, thank you. Recording for the student radio. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Hi, everyone. We're AIMS, which stands for Amnesty International Maastricht Students, and we're a student association that we're under Amnesty International, and we focus on the protection of human rights, and we're recruiting members right now for the upcoming academic year, and if you're interested and passionate about human rights, you should come join us. We're you fun. Are very we, welcome to join us. <laughs> please join us. We do a lot of we do protests, academic events, and if you're interested in human rights and different human rights, gay rights, women rights, whatever, we have different themes every month. Yeah. Please come join us. We're fun. And by the way, to our listeners, do check out our previous episode with AIMS and Amnesty International, which is on our SoundCloud page. Thank you so Thank much. You so much. Do, you, do, you, do you quickly want to say what you study, by the way? Oh, yeah. I am currently doing my second year at uh, Master's University Law, uh, and I'm doing international laws. Um, yeah. Next semester, I'll be in Melbourne, Australia, <laughs> hopefully. Wow, cool. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm doing my bachelor's. It's my final year, and I do European studies at Fasos. Cool. All faculties. Yes. Yes. From every faculty, come join You're us. Welcome from everywhere in Master University. Thank you so much. Nice. Thank you. you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Enjoy the outcome. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, hello, my name is MT. I'm uh, from Senegal. Uh, I study here at Maastricht University, third year bachelor in European law. I actually was following uh, Maastricht Drag community on Instagram, and I also knew that they were doing a show this week. And that's how I actually got to know that LBB was doing the Outcome Week. And then uh, I actually came uh, for quite some events that they had. I really enjoyed the yoga that they had on Tuesday. That was very nice. And uh, so I came here today uh, for the drag show that they had. And uh, you also know one of the performers, right? Yes, uh, I know Electrona. I met Electrona through a friend that was doing Electrona's costume. Uh, and then I actually got to see the whole outfit, the wigs, the everything, the padding. And it was very exciting for me because I've uh, been following RuPaul Drag Race for quite some time. So seeing it on live was very interesting. Cool. And is it your first, like, real, like, say... In person drag show? Um, no, actually, I was here for the previous show that they had um, maybe three months ago, if I'm not wrong. 
and uh, yes, it was amazing. I actually dragged all of my friends. Was like, yeah, we have to go. Nice. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, I mean, I also watched only a part of it, but the crowd was going crazy. It was super nice. Like, yes, <laughs> drag. I think that a lot of people like really enjoy drag show because we have everything. You have comedy. You have per like uh, you can see like some art. We have uh, today some. Uh, uh, Someone that uh, was uh, reciting poem, some really touchy subject as well, because also drag is a way also to uh, protest, and that was very nice to see that. Yeah. And uh, maybe you want to tell uh, the listeners, for example, uh, this these poems that uh, the drag queen was talking about, or king, I don't know. Uh, what like what uh, topics was it about this time? Uh, this time it was about uh, trans uh, right because uh, the drag queer uh, that was presenting was talking about how hard it is uh, in the Netherlands to get um, uh, the help. People think that in the Netherlands it's easy, whereas it's not. Because the uh, person that was doing the show was saying that uh, they were waiting for like two years already and still have to wait more to uh, have an appointment so just uh, bringing some awareness of the problem that trans people are facing in the Netherlands. So is it for a transitioning or for what is it exactly? Uh, transitioning. Mm, I see, yeah. Yeah, for today it was. And also there was um, some events that are going to happen also in Nijmegen where they're going to do 17 hours sit up. Uh, the date I do not remember. <laughs> but uh, the 19th of September or the 16th. One of those days. <laughs> but okay. yes. Nice. Hmm. And uh, you said you were also here for some other events. Uh, what uh, kind of other su stuff did you see and like? Um, or, uh, the don't li or dislike, I don't know. Yeah. Um, actually, um, there is one that I'm excited, very, very, very excited about tonight. There's Afrobeats. Uh, it's actually never happened at LBB. I come very often. And um, there was an Emma Piano one. But tonight it's going to be Afrobeat Emma Piano. And I'm very excited about it. Uh, all of my friends are coming. So I'm very, very, very excited about it. Nice. Well, Thank you so much. Yeah, and enjoy. Of course. <laughs> Thank you. Cool. Hi. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, I'm Ozzy. Uh, I'm a student in Master. Um, I'm actually studying art at the school that is going to buy this building. Uh, those are the rumors. And um, Okay. And yeah. so are you here a lot? Or like, what do you think about Outcome Week? Uh, I do go to LBB a lot. I really, I really love this space, um, especially because um, I'm a non-normative, like queer person of color. You know, uh, LBB became such a free space for me to move around, um, and I think Outcome is super, super fucking great because I feel like it's such a shame that like the normative income that they hold um, teaches such weird things in terms of like hating and other really toxic cultures. Where actually in introduction days, you can actually just introduce people to culture and actually just create connections for people. I think that's super, super nice. Yeah, that's true. I've also never been to income. I only heard that most people say it's kind of blah. But I think here, <laughs> if I'm being honest, but I think here at Outcome, uh, there's a lot of things like that are offered. And I mean, pe people could basically announce their own events and like organize stuff, which is super cool. Mm -hmm. And so many different things like artists, uh, bands. Today was the drag show and uh, art exhibitions, mm -hmm. everything you can possibly think of. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think it's actually really great the way that they're doing this. Like, yo, if anyone wants to organize something, please take the space and outcome. Because then actually maybe the other generation can like, hey, actually I have something to share. And then we get to also bridge some generations. And then um, I also find it super, super, super cool that like they're doing a lot of Skillshare. Um, which I, I've been here like two years and it's been a bit not really that accessible to me to find Skillshares. And the fact that Outcome just has that, I think that's super dope. Nice, yeah, and I think it's like also open to not only students, as you said, yeah. which is super nice mm -hmm. and a lot more affordable than the income. True. I mean, the income is also, <laughs> for its price, it's fine. Yeah. But here you can have like a beer, I don't know, for two euros or something. Yeah. You can donate everywhere you want. Uh -huh. Anything that you like, you can uh -huh. support mm -hmm. and see it for yourself instead of buying a ticket and then going there and whatever, which you can also do, which is also nice. Mm -hmm. But here you have this direct connection mm -hmm. to the artists, which is really, really nice. Yeah, and I think it's just a bit more genuine over here. But I mean, that's my like personal experience. Uh, also, I find really, really cool people here. Uh, which is why I always come back. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah, I've also been to the food bank dinner and like you meet people the next day you're like, hey, how, how are you doing? Like you've only seen them one other time, but people are so open and friendly here. It's so fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With the food bank, I think it's especially like super cute that like at one point everyone who comes every Wednesday becomes like the same like people and then more people come but then there's that community built around it which I think is so nice um, it's, it's not nice being lonely so I think it's good to always be able to come to food bank and jam sessions and like even like even if I don't want to party let's say I can just chill yeah same yeah <laughs> just sit I'm down. also not a huge party people uh, person but you, yeah you can do so many different things yeah mm -hmm. So anything more that you would like to say? Maybe something you're especially excited for this week or mm. that already pa passed or something? Drag show. It was drag, drag show. show yeah. <laughs> I love yeah, I love that like like Ricky said earlier, like it's so good that like Masterick has drags a drag scene now. And the LBV actually support like the first I was part of the first drag show. Um, and the only way we could actually realize it was because LBV just provided that space. Yeah. We actually didn't know where we would have gone to and um, the fact that people are like now, actually, I want to do drag too, and like people just trying out. I think that's so nice. I'm so grateful for this. Mm. So yeah, I'm really glad that show got a space for the outcome week. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope that maybe in the future there's gonna be more drag uh, performances or something. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, thank you so much yes. and enjoy. Thank you. you too. Would you like to introduce yourself? Um, I'm Alessia. I'm at UCM. I study mostly like neuroscience, psychology. Um, yeah, kind of going into like trauma and drugs and like uh, medicine and so on, and oh. how we can like help people that are traumatized. Um, yeah. <laughs> I live here at the LBB. I've lived here for I think like six months now. Um, yeah, I just really started like volunteering here um, before, and I really love the space. Um, I always kind of lived in community settings, so I wanted to also do that here in the Netherlands. Um, and yeah, then I found the LBB, and it was amazing. I was like, wow, <laughs> this is everything I could have asked for. Um, and I got more in like involved, I guess, in the community. And yeah, now I, I live here. And yeah, I'm really, I'm quite happy now, I think. Um, I've gone through a lot of like ups and downs, but I think that's to be kind of expected in a community, you know? <laughs> like everyone has to get used to each other and yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And um, yeah, maybe tell us what it's like behind the scenes, LBB. I mean, how do you do the organizations? Um, or like, how is it like to live here? Um, I mean, we have a lot of different kind of groups of people that like, do different things so like for instance we have productions uh, which handles most of the events in the concert hall or all the events in the concert hall and some other events we have like the art spaces and the atelier and like we have a lot of like the land is also technically its own kind of organization um, but yeah I mean together we kind of work really well I think as a whole um, like we've learned to communicate a lot more about what's going on and where um, which I think is really nice as well uh, with the like I think the newer people have brought in a lot of like uh, more energy to the space which is really needed um, and yeah I think I'm really proud of like what we've achieved here already um, and it's also really amazing to see like Alcom doing so well you know um, so yeah, yeah I'm really totally. happy about it <laughs> like yeah I think basically almost every single person that we've interviewed so far was like it's fucking amazing Yay. I love the space <laughs> yeah and yeah. especially the drag show seemed to be like a huge hit yeah yeah totally so that was yeah. super nice yeah I'm, I'm happy to hear it yeah, yeah. <laughs> we worked really hard actually to like I mean cleaning everything up and like getting everything organized also so many meetings and everything um, so yeah we've really done a lot to make it uh, a proper cultural free zone you know like open to anyone who wants to come in um, so yeah I'm quite proud of us as a, as a team yeah I think you can definitely be proud of all of this yeah for sure so you kind of have like when you come home you have like I mean it's not always fun I guess like it's home you always have to do something I don't know yeah. but on one side you have like the events and stuff and then on the other side you have your studies so yeah. would you say that's like a nice balance or I mean yeah is I mean, it stressful yeah I think I've definitely learned to balance it a lot better now um, 
But yeah, in the beginning it was quite stressful, uh, like to try and figure out how I could fit everything in. Um, but yeah, I think it's gotten a lot easier now, honestly. And um, yeah, I think it's you can find a balance at some point of how much you want or are able to give to the community, you know. And as long as you're still contributing and still active, I think that's okay. Like you can give whatever you can, you know. Because that's like a, I think like one of the main important things. If I uh, if I'm right, that if you live here, you have to be involved in things like this, right? Or yeah, I mean that yeah. is our yeah that is. I would say for me, that's definitely how I view a community like this. Uh, you know, especially a squat. I think like you have to really contribute as much as you can. You know, and like not to um, disregard your other life or like your your whole life. You know, but this is a big part of your life too. And I think you have to acknowledge that, yeah, and how much you get from living in a community like this, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, and it's uh, very different than living on your own. I mean, you always have people around and stuff like this, and um, yeah. yeah, I mean, is it like kind of living with a bunch of friends, or I don't, how would you describe it best <laughs> if you could? <laughs> oh, it's really hard to say. Um, I don't know. I think it is kind of like living with your friends. I definitely have a lot of like close friends that I made here, you know, and. Yeah, it's really cool that we live together. Um, I feel like any time I go downstairs, I see someone that I know and love, you know. And I think that's really wholesome. Yeah, it's like having a family, I guess. Uh, it's a bit dysfunctional at times, but you know, like we get through it. Shit happens. We choose. <laughs> it's like a chosen family. Yeah, like we yeah. choose to all be here, you know, and uh, live in the space and use the space and give back. So yeah, that's super nice. Yeah. Well, I wish you a lot of uh, still luck, but I think you don't really need it. Seems like it's booming right here. <laughs> so <Thank> yeah, you. <laughs> and enjoy. Thank you. Right. Oh, that was uh, that was quite a quite an eventful week. How, did you have a good time, uh, Marisa? Yes, I totally did. And I met so many new people, exchanged Instagrams, and I don't know. Like, it's been a lot of impressions uh, of different stuff, and I really liked it. Like, uh, there is so much to do here that you constantly get blown away. You see new things, and yeah, it was really worth it. Yes, and I I hope the audience enjoy it as much as we did recording this, and. Um, Yeah, I mean, I had a fascinating time. It's been a week of so many events and so many, like was mentioned before, like very unique Skillshare events. Um, was there anything particular that you were uh, you were keen on, or did you visit any workshops? I think, I mean, for example, I saw like there was something with Dutch indigenous. I can't talk right now, yeah, but yeah, like, the Dutch plants. <laughs> yeah, the Dutch indigenous plant recognition workshop. Yes, yes. exactly that, and. Unfortunately, I haven't been there, but I when I saw it, I thought that it's so cool. Because, for example, uh, when I was a kid, I was like in a lot of like nature organizations, and that was so interesting to just be aware of your surroundings. And because uh, plants are useful for so many things, and a lot of times we don't know what it is, we don't know where it's where it came from or anything like this. And I thought to have this hyper specific topic. Um, like biologists kind of I don't know what an outcome where actually students maybe you would imagine just students drinking and uh, that's it but so I think there's so much here also with the drag show a lot of people liked it and I think there was a fire performance like yeah true yeah. true true, true. Uh, even Michelle a workshop doing, actually uh, yeah. I think yeah there was a workshop on, uh, on fire performance and also juggling And yeah. I very much enjoyed the dinner at Food Bank. I paid like three bucks uh, as a donation. I think you donate between three and five euros. And yeah, very healthy food. And yeah, yeah it was it was really uh, well. Yeah, one of the things I do I do think is worth mentioning in, is that in the Food Bank, I feel it's not just about the food or money. I think it's really about the social aspect of uh, of being there. Yeah. Like when you're having dinner, it's nice to like. I think somebody did mention that it's nice to have like a like a social aspect while, uh, while having dinner. Yeah, I agree. And I think, um, I mean, when I was there also, um, there were a lot of new people, but everyone was super open. And I mean, especially if you're a new student, it's really worth it to come here, especially for food bank, because you're really going to interact with people because you're making the food together. And then it's like, oh, can I help? I don't want to stand like a stupid person in the corner. Like everyone said that. And then you just talk to anyone and yeah, actually exchange like numbers. And 
Also, I think what's so amazing about Maastricht is that there's so many nationalities, and especially here at LBB, uh, you meet so much diverse people, so many diverse people, and uh, you always learn something. It's like, oh, yeah, your country, like, how's it like, or whatever, I don't know. So, yeah. yeah, No, I do do think um, that LBB is probably the only place for international students, because as we see in the, let's say, the more commercial introduction programs it's um, it's either focused on yeah there's, there's a language barrier or there's a financial barrier yeah absolutely yeah, yeah and, and also nice that in LBB it's not just limited to students because there are other organizations that organize similar uh, activities but then you have to be a student and like uh, like we heard before there were some students who were really glad to meet let's say the, the broader community of Maastricht so older people um, people who are not uh, let's say studying at the UM. Do, yeah. you, do you also have that have that feeling? Something you experience as well? Yes, for sure. I mean, even today we talked to someone that did an internship, someone that just traveled from Amsterdam, uh, people that don't even study in Maastricht anymore, like a drag queen that came to perform here, and also people that just live in LBB or... I mean, there was uh, one person that was photographing stuff and whatever, people that come to work or go to work before and after. So, yeah, I think it is, yeah, there's a lot of different people here. I mean, mostly, I think they are mostly students or at least in, in the age. But I think that's okay because, I mean, it's outcome week and, and uh, a lot of young international people are students here. So, yeah. True. True, true, true. No, it's, it's, it's really been an absolutely fascinating week and there's a lot more to come. I mean, there is uh, Ali Saif, or a.k.a. the Orca Man, playing up chess. Do you want to go check it out? Yes, let's go. All right, thank you so much for tuning in. This was Student Radio Maastricht. Have a lovely evening. Yeah, bye.